The Stolen Mind by M. L. Staley. What caused you to answer our advertisement? Owen Quest felt the steel of the quick gray eyes that jabbed like gimlets across the office table. Why does any man apply for a job? He bristled. Keen Clayson gave an impatient smile. Come, he said, I'm not trying to snare you, but there were unusual features to my ad, and they were put there to attract an unusual type of man. To judge your qualifications, I must know just why this proposition appeals to you. I can tell you that, nodded Quest, but there's nothing unusual about it. In the first place, I knew that Clayson Research Corporation is the leading concern of its kind in the country. In the second place, this seemed to offer a way to obtain a substantial sum of money quickly. Good, said Clayson. And you feel that you have all the necessary qualifications? Decidedly. I am twenty-four years old, athletic, and of an earnest and determined nature. Moreover, I have no family ties, and I am willing to run any reasonable risk in order to improve the condition of my fellow men. Clayson smiled his approval. You say you need money. How much immediately? Quest was unprepared for the question. A thousand dollars, he ventured. Without hesitation, Clayson counted out ten one-hundred-dollar notes from his wallet and laid them on the table. There's your advanced fee. You ready to go to work immediately, I hope? Certainly, stammered Quest. Stunned by the swiftness of the transaction, he sat staring at the money that lay untouched before him. To accept it would be like signing an unread contract, but he had asked for it. To refuse it was impossible. Even to delay about picking it up might arouse Clayson's suspicion. Already the latter had turned away and was opening the door of a steel cabinet. Quest had one second in which to reach a decision. He crammed the currency into his pocket. With delicate care, Clayson set two objects on the table. One looked to Quest like a miniature broadcasting tower, or a mooring mast for lighter-than-aircraft. The other was a circular vat of some black material, probably carbon. Within it, a series of concentric tissues were suspended from metal rings, and in a trough outside ranged four stoppered flasks containing liquids of as many different colors. "'Look at these models carefully,' said Clayson. "'They represent two of the most remarkable discoveries of all time.' The one on your left is the most destructive weapon known to man. The other I consider the most constructive discovery in the history of science. It may even lead to an understanding of the nature of life and of the future of the spirit after death. Both of these were developed by my brother Philip and me together, but we have disagreed about the use to which they shall be put. Philip, the inventor dropped his voice to a whisper, wants to sell the secret of the death projector, the tower there, as an instrument of war. If I should permit him to do that, it might lead to the destruction of whole nations. How? demanded Quest. I've heard of a device called the Death Ray. Is this it? No, no, said Clayson contemptuously. Even in a perfected state, the ray would be a child's toy compared to the projector. This is based on our discovery that invisible light rays of a certain wavelength, if highly concentrated, destroy life and our additional discovery that if these are synchronized with short radio waves, the effect is absolutely devastating. We obtain the desired concentration of invisible light by using a tellurium current filter under the influence of alternate flashes of red and blue light. 
The projector can literally blanket vast areas with death, up to a top range of at least 500 miles. Just picture to yourself what this means. In a space of 10 minutes, two men can lay down a circle of destruction a thousand miles in diameter, or they can cut a swath 500 miles long in any desired direction. Have you ever proved it? demanded Quest skeptically. Yes, young man, we have, snapped Clayson, right here in the laboratory, but on a minute scale, of course. However, there's no time to demonstrate now. The point is that my brother is determined to sell if he can obtain his price for the invention. He argues that instead of bringing disaster upon the world, this machine will forever discourage war by making it too terrible for any civilized nation to consider. In spite of my opposition, he has opened negotiations with an ambitious Balkan power. He may actually close the sale at any moment. 